What's going on, Suns fans? Justin here, and with me, as always, is my podcasting partner, Paul. If you're going to spew, spew in this. I'm pretty sure you've used that one before. I, dude, it's so hard to come up with these. It's really hard. I'm so disappointed. <laughs> now that you right said it, I think you're right. Oh, my God. This is off to a horrible start. <laughs> well, anyway. Yeah. Thank you for the I failed you all. It's true. Uh, we are here with a post-draft edition of Bright Side of the Suns. For the fans, by the fans podcast, and back with us again from the redcouch.net is Shar Bamani. Yes, sir, and it's good to be back here with you, and we do have to say redcouch.net, not a porn site. Sorry, I forgot that part as well. Um, so Paul screwed up, I screwed up, it happens. Paul's was way worse. I can't believe it recycled. Are you looking for another? You, you don't get a no. redo here. I'm not so. looking for a redo. Okay, just checking. All right. I accept my failures and I move on. Congratulations. Just like Good Danny Ainge. Just like Danny Ainge. <laughs> Good segue, Paul. Way to redeem yourself a little bit. So, draft is done. It's done. Sun's got Are you who? happy? I am so, so freaking happy. I've been saying since, I don't know, I'm not quite like LeVar Ball, so I'm not going to say since he was like nine years old that we should draft Josh since Jackson. Like January. But it's been a while. I've been saying Josh Jackson. I even went as far as saying Josh Jackson should be number one on the Suns board a few months back. So tapping myself on the back here. Yes? Yes. Yes, I am. But I want to hear your guys' thoughts initially on the selection of Josh Jackson. I know based on the last pod that we did um, – Shar, you were high on De'Aaron Fox, I believe. That's right. Uh, and Paul, I don't remember what you had to say, but uh, <laughs> neither do you I. You can remind me if you'd like. But uh, Shar, why don't we start with you? What do you think about the Suns picking Josh Jackson yesterday, notwithstanding the fact that Mr. Fox was on the board? You know, I think the way the first three picks went, which we were, which was pretty predictable. We all saw. I think we all agreed that those three picks were going that way, especially living in the information age these days. Nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing can be hidden. I think it was a two-person draft at that point for the Suns. Um, personally, I have De'Aaron rated a higher than Josh Jackson. Uh, just what he did in college, short, sort of spearheading that Kentucky team, uh, the way he eviscerated Lonzo in that Sweet 16 game, and then mm-hmm. the performance he put up against North Carolina, I thought was something pretty special. Uh, De'Aaron seemed like the kind of kid that just got better over time, where, I mean, it was only the span of a year, but when he first came in at Kentucky, he, he struggled with that outside shot. He was fast, but he didn't really know how to use the speed as a weapon. And as the year went on, he really started, you know, looking more like a John Wall, where his speed wasn't just something that came to him naturally. He used it as a weapon. So I would have liked to see him. At the same time, you know, looking at the roster, looking up and down, you know, we're flooded with point guards. It's not just point guards. It's Kentucky we, point we guards. Have point guards we want. We have point guards we don't want. We have point guards, guards nobody we tolerate. <laughs> right. So I was I was good with the Josh Jackson pick. I'm not as high on him as you guys obviously are, and you know, you guys can get into that. But two of the reasons I was good with the Josh Jackson pick. One is I think if you're looking for a wing supplement to what Devin Booker brings to the table, Jackson might be the perfect fit. Where if we would have had the opportunity to take a Jason Tatum, it would have been adding more offense without the defense and some of the intangibles that Jackson brings. And and I think also, if I may interject that, you've got Tatum who his, his offensive ability is uh, best used when he can create for himself. He's a guy that's going to need the ball in his hand. He's not going to kind of be running off screens, doing things like that. A lot of things that at least least as of right now, we see Devin Booker doing, it might turn into a little bit of uh, repetitiveness uh, when you have your two primary scores, 
basically playing the same game. Or even if Jackson develops into a solid score, which I think he will, I think he's going to be a different type of score than no, we're that's, seeing Devin that's an excellent point. Jackson's when, when he does develop his offensive game, it does seem like he's going to be more of an off-the-ball off slasher, maybe even a mid-range he's, jump shooter, kind of like a Rip Hamilton. But you're right, he will complement Devin Booker offensively. And then the second thing, the second part of it that I liked about Jackson was the fact that, you know, these rumors going around with Boston, it seems like, you know, whether it was a McDonough-Ainge thing that spearheaded Jackson coming here and, you know, ditching the Boston workout or what really went down, Jackson had some part in this, and it seems like he sort of, he wants to be here. Mm -hmm. You feel the energy from him, and you feel he drove himself to come to Phoenix, and I love that about him. And and we will not judge him on that first pitch he threw out tonight at the Dimebacks game. Did you see that, Char? I, I did Th- not. That was 50 Cent S. It was bad, dude. It, it was not Mariah Carey. If you haven't seen Mariah Carey, oh, you need to Google it. It was not Baba Booey. You guys. <laughs> Mariah Carey, I don't think he made it past the you know. mound. Okay, yeah. <laughs> he made it past it. And he did step back and throw it from the mound, at least. Mm-hmm. A lot of people throw it from a little closer. But just take a look at that a little mm-hmm. bit later. It's... It's not, pretty not bad. appealing. It's pretty bad. He just won't be throwing a lot of baseball passes out there on the court, I'm just going to assume. But yeah. at any rate, any rate. Char, anything else to add there? I'm you excited to see what my, what my guy to the left has here. Paul. I, I'm what do you say? so looking forward to Summer League. Yeah, we're going to Summer League. We're guys. going to Summer League. We're going to Summer League. But Char's not because he's going to a wedding or something. That's right. Sounds like fun, too, though. <laughs> Blow it off. Open bar, fellas. We're going to Vegas. It's open bar as long as you spend money at the tables. Wait. <laughs> That's, I don't, I, it's not really open, though, is it? <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But okay. you're gambling. You could, you, could, you could walk away winning 10 grand and get free drinks. You could. <laughs> That's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> Paul. Anyways. Anyways. Enough about gambling. Anyways. You always talk about gambling. You have to stop. That. I'm not the one who talks you about gambling. always talk about gambling. Go you on. talk about your gambling Go. friends. Go. Um, <laughs> so... I'm very happy that we got Josh Jackson. I think it really fits our team. We're going to be a bunch of little prick assholes, which is going to be so much fun to watch. Do you rather bleep that out? There's a bit of an edge to the team now. I mean, they they were a bunch of little brats last year. I feel like brats. Not brats, but they they didn't back down, which was great, but... They instigated a lot of stuff, too, and Josh Jackson kind of has a very similar uh, mode to him as well. He doesn't back down from stuff. He's going to – he will get in guys' face if he doesn't like what's going on. And that's just – we put him next to Chris and Booker. I think they're just going to be like a little trio of The bad boys? I don't know if – the baby-faced bad boys? Ooh. Ooh, I like the alliteration. But, um, so that's going to be a lot of fun. I, I'm just, I think the potential that the team has right now, I think we're kind of, we're at that point where we don't need to tank anymore. We need to try to start winning. If if we end up, but even if we do that, I still want to see kind of how we did the end of last season where we played the young guys. It's like, those guys should be our first line because those guys are the future. So it should be Booker should be starting. Jackson should probably be starting because I think TJ would probably be better off the bench. Mm-hmm. Chris should be starting. You can make an argument that maybe Chris and Bender are starting up front together depending on how ben- Bender develops because, mm. I mean, you you get Booker can pass, Jackson can pass, Bledsoe can pass, Bender can pass, and Keith 
uh, Chris can jump up and get catch anything and throw it down. So can jo- Jackson, and half those guys can shoot as well. So it's just it's a nice little balance there of just a lot of fun basketball. So which, wait, 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 which which guys can't shoot? Don't you dare say Josh Jackson. Was, <laughs> don't you dare. <laughs> well, Bender, you know how well actually, I was going to say Bender, because Bender has a good stroke, but I mean, if you look at his percentages last year, they weren't great. Right. He can pre- hopefully develop into something, but as of right now, Chris Bledsoe and Booker are the better shooters out there, with hopefully Josh Jackson 60, continuing. 60, 68% of them can shoot. We'll call hmm. Josh Jackson about an 8%er okay, instead of yeah. a 20%er. Yeah, sure. But I think it would be re- a really fun team. And then, like I said, you got um, Euless and Warren off the bench mixed in there. Sage wisdom of Tyson Chandler and Jared Dudley. It's going to be a fun team, but I I want them to move forward with how last season ended. I want them to try to win, but I want that with the focus of having giving the young guys that t- that run versus getting last season. Makes sense. I'm going to ask you and you, Shar, a question that's going to spin off of. What you were just saying about trying to win, but sure, I think you were going to say something. Were you going to interject? It just sounded a lot like what Paul was saying is that we're done trusting the process. So, which is fine by me. I mean, I I am ready to see the process in action with the assets that we've accumulated and see if we can move forward with this. I mean, we have two first round picks from last year. Uh, We have arguably, you know, the guy which, even though he wasn't at the top of the Bamani draft board, he was at the top of a lot of people who were paid to do this. Uh, draft board, so it sounds, and we have Booker, who might be the best, one of the best young stars in the league. Mm-hmm. So it sounds like, you know, we're in a little bit of the same situation. At least that's what I got from Paul that Philadelphia is in, as far as hey man, we're we're, re- we're ready to roll. Yeah, yeah, let's see what these young kids can do. So, I mean, if 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 the year sucks and we get another high pick, I'm not going to be pissed, but I don't want to see them actively trying to make it suck, like. Shutting down Bledsoe and shutting down Chandler. Hey, Bledsoe had a sore knee, man. And Chandler was old. <laughs> Chandler was, yeah. I, yeah and Brandon Knight was Brandon Knight. Brand- <laughs> I've, got, I've got no excuse for Chandler. Yeah, no, I got you. They, yeah, they obviously uh, they, tanked. I mean, it's clear. Thank you for doing it because got us Josh Jackson. Notwithstanding, you know, you know, when we got that fourth pick, I remember I was just like, oh, well, there we go. Here we go again. Sun's getting screwed over. But then I sat back and I thought, and I think I even said this that night, we're still going to get Josh Jackson. Because, well, like, we were looking at it at the same time. Sim- I was actually a little bit more worried when the Celtics traded with the Sixers because in my mind I'm like, okay, Josh Jackson has the reputation of not being a great shooter. Ben Simmons, not a great shooter. And – it just—it was kind of a bit of a logjam there. They needed some score shooting on the Sixers, so I thought that they might have had a better shot of taking Jason Tatum than Josh Jackson. Mm-hmm. So when, but the then, but then Ryan McDonough cuckolded Danny Ainge. And yeah, it, it all was fine. Yeah, sorry, go on. Yeah, well, that, that was his revenge. It was revenge for the Isaiah, Isaiah Thomas trade. I think it was revenge for uh, uh, Ainge not covering Paxson in ninety-two, ninety-three. That's what it was revenge <laughs> for. Or I guess that just would have been 93. Although he probably didn't do it in 92 at some point. He well. sort of did make up for it before he left town, though, by smacking Mario Ellie in the back of the head with the ball, ball though, a couple <laughs> years later in the playoffs. But that so. didn't fully make up for it. That's so true. It's, it's yeah, fine, it's that's true. not a championship. The final, the, the uh, final penance has been paid. I'm just Thank looking you, out man. for Danny Boy here. <laughs> um, 
what I was going to ask then is if we're if you're sitting there going, I don't want to see the Suns tank Actively anymore. Tank. Uh, free agency. There have been some rumblings about a Paul Millsap. No, there have been some rumblings about Iguodala. I think he's going to be too expensive. Yeah, I guess been... both of them will probably be too expensive. Hopefully. Um, but yeah, I mean, are those hard nose from both you guys and going after any sort of free agents like that? Yeah, I, what about I, what about uh, what about uh, Blake Blake Griffin? Huh? Yeah, Blake Griffin, I would not be against. Mm. Okay. Be, just because I think between our training staff, I think our training staff could help with the injury issues that Blake has had. You can't, you can't because you can't, it's a freaking fix softness though. I think he's soft. Go on. Yeah, you also... So, so outside of... So, I, I like Blake Griffin as a player. I don't think there's any way he's going to come to the Suns. But, I don't know. It's but, his second but, favorite but, city but, to play in. But According so, to him. So Millsap, Iguodala... I wouldn't say that. If I, I, mean, if I, I would, would say no to Millsap because he's going to get max. And I'm not paying him max. Char, go uh, on. I'm going <laughs> to... No, I cut off our guests. <laughs> <laughs> as far... I mean, as far as... Your thoughts on Andre Iguodala? I don't think it would cost a lot to bring him here. I don't think he's leaving Golden State. He, I think he's found the perfect circumstance for him where, you know, he can kind of drift off into the sunset the right way by being a defensive star off the bench. Mm-hmm. And he's he's always been comfortable in that role. And he doesn't need to be featured and win maybe a couple more championships and solidify his legacy. So right. I don't think it would cost him too much, but I don't think he's leaving Golden State. As far as Millsap or Blake, I think before this draft, I would have been – Opposed to Millsap, mm-hmm. um, I think after landing Jackson and seeing where the pieces, you know, are going to fall, I wouldn't be opposed to paying Millsap even overpaying him, uh, just to bring some sort of veteran presence here. Um, because you know the whole thing about letting the young guys play is one thing, but also you don't want to be losing the whole time. You want to teach them what it's like to be winning mm-hmm. while they're learning, and I think Millsap gives them. That opportunity. Now, the only thing I'd be hesitant to do is sort of, I don't want to get in the way of, you know, Chris's minutes and Bender, you know, if he does make right. it back to the roster. I think that would be a big minutes. concern for pretty much everybody. Yeah. Right. That's a big concern for anybody at that spot. That's actually a big concern at all the spots at this point now because we've got people. we got players. We've got people. we got players at every position. And that, and that was part of the problem last year is you have players who can earn, who deserve minutes at every position, just none of them are stars. Mm-hmm. Or they hadn't developed into stars yet. My problem with Millsap, or part of the reason I would choose Blake over Millsap, is age. Millsap is on the wrong side of thirty already, and if you're going to pay, getting giving him a four year max deal, so oh well, that's not even a question though. It's not just age. If you're choosing between Blake and Millsap, I mean, we're we're comparing a guy who was a first team All NBA performer for much of his career can still get back there and has just been hindered by injury to Millsap, who, you know, hasn't really even sniffed. I don't think uh, – he's not been on the first or second team ever. Maybe he sniffed the third team. So I think you're probably I, right. I mean, we're not comparing superstars of equal quality there. If Blake Griffin is saying, I want to visit Phoenix, we'd be remiss to not entertain thoughts of Blake Griffin. Well, but, but at the same point, my, my point was just from the standpoint of Blake is closer to the timeline. Mm-hmm. Whereas Millsap is in the Tyson Chandler timeline. And I'm saying right. blow up your timeline, man. If you can get a Blake Griffin star, right. regardless right. of timeline, you bring in Blake Griffin. Right. I would. That's what I'm saying. I would bring, bring in Blake Griffin. I wouldn't pay for Paul Millsap 
because of the age difference there. I frankly... For the same price. I don't want either one of them. I, I like the pieces that we have. If we get another higher lottery pick next year or whatever happens or we improve some point, I just... I think we need to see what Chris and Bender can do. Um, You'd say no to Blake Griffin? I would say no to Blake Griffin. He'd also probably say no to LeBron. Well, that's a difference. Right? I don't think I'd say no to LeBron. I'll still hate him, <laughs> but I will not say no to LeBron. I just don't – you know, I, I think that with Griffin's not able to stay on the floor, um, and I, I don't know. I just think he – he he impedes the development, and this is this is an issue that people had with you know having the veterans playing last year, which right. I guess I to a certain extent preached against uh, people who had this this uh, concern. But he's going to impede, I think, the progress of a of a Chris and a Bender, and I don't think that bringing him to this team, uh, going back to the timeline, even though he might be closer, I don't think bringing him to this team is going to get us anywhere closer to winning a championship, particularly in light of the fact that he couldn't do Golden State's got that on lockdown. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean... So, I, I mean, I don't know that he... Does he win us more games? Sure. But does he get us to an ultimate goal? I don't think so. And he perhaps inhibits the growth of some guys who are on a timeline where if they develop properly and develop into players that we hope they can develop into... Once they're hitting their peak, Golden State might be on the downside, and we might actually have a chance at winning something. Yeah, yeah. I mean that, and I completely agree with that. But at the same time, disagree. No, I no. I'm just at the same time, a player like a player like Blake Griffin is very different than a player like PJ Tucker, or the other veterans that were in the way of the young guys. So if Blake Griffin signs a four-year contract here, are we winning a championship in four years? No, but we might at least be in the playoffs, which is way different than we've been for the last seven years, whereas P.J. Tucker and Jared Dudley and the other vets that were on the team, we weren't even winning. But, but so you, 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 you'd sign Blake Griffin so you can make the playoffs knowing you're not winning a championship and knowing that that has the risk. As you've said in the past, that playing veterans in front of younger guys is going to stunt the growth, in yes. your opinion, that it's going to stunt the growth of the two first-round draft picks we got last, or at least one of them. So well, you sign him so we can just make the playoffs? Well, hold, hold on one second, though. I mean, the way you're asking the question, so signing Blake Griffin alone, no, we're not winning the championship. Mm -hmm. But if you had a Blake Griffin and you develop a Josh Jackson and you have Devin Booker in place and you have some of these other you pieces, grow, you're maybe one piece away from realistically being a contender for the championship. At least being a contender and you're for attractive. at least for being a contender for the second best team in the Western Conference. And like Paul just said, yeah, you're attractive to bringing in other free agents. So if you can get a superstar of Griffin's caliber, I just don't think you say no at this point. I don't think you're in a position to say no. At I this say point. no. I do. I, I just do. So I mean, I, I mean I, I'm, it seems I'm like not the, against accelerating the process as long as it's calculated with – as long as it's – Calculated. Calculated. Stop there. Yeah. I mean, playing the Vets last year when they were a bunch of role players and non-star starters at best – was impeding the growth of potential stars. Mm -hmm. Bringing in an actual star, I don't care if it's impeding the growth of potential stars because you have an actual star. The goal is to have stars. Bringing in a Touché. it's the same but thing as bringing in. You just said though that bringing him in still is not going to win a championship for the team. But it might be the next step to possibly winning the championship, and he's still young enough that maybe by the time 
um, Golden State is breaking up, or at least they're kind of falling back mm-hmm. a little bit, he's still going to be in enough of his prime that we can we can win. No concern that he had the inability to do it at the... At the Clippers? Yeah. They had Doc Rivers as the coach. That's... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's fair. And he... Okay. And, well, no, actually, no. Doc Rivers as their coach isn't the problem. They had Doc Rivers as their GM. That was the problem. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. Well, quickly, any thoughts on any of the second-round picks? Um, the Suns, of course. I don't know anything about either of them, but I'm looking forward to uh, watching them play at Summer League. Keep talking about Summer League. This guy's excited. Sorry. I am. I'm very much excited. I haven't been to, I haven't been to Vegas International Party. That's a long time. <laughs> it's changed. Char, uh, uh, anything? Any other thoughts? I'm with Paul. I don't really know much. I know the Miami kid's pretty versatile. He's decent size for a shooting guard. And all I hear about the the Valpo kid is that he, you know he's a steal and he would have gone higher if mm-hmm. it wasn't for an injury last season. Mm-hmm. Um, just some quick other thoughts, though. You know, keeping with the Arizona theme before we get off this mm-hmm. is I just want to give a shout out to my two University of Arizona boys. Yes, uh, Lori Markinen. Uh, mm-hmm. Congrats, going seventh. I know he was part of that big blockbuster deal. I would have liked to see him on a more established roster, sort of like the Mavs right. at nine, um, or maybe going a little later to a Portland. Uh, but best of luck in Chicago. And then I was so happy for our Juco transfer, Kadeem Allen, yeah, that guy. Sean Miller's hard. favorite player. One of Sean Miller's favorite. Uh, and it's just it was great to see his name called. Uh, tough luck. I was a little sad to not hear Kobe Simmons. His yeah. name called. Mm-hmm. Um, I think but, he signed already with the Wizards summer he? league team, I think, or whatever you know. However, you sign with a team as an undrafted free agent that you know isn't making you a roster some money. still yet. But yeah, I think he's already signed with, I believe, the Wizards. Well, that so. is good news. I'm down yeah. with that. They're my East Coast team, so mm-hmm. there you go. That's good to hear. And then another shout out to the Pac-12 last night who. Be- <sighs> Between UCLA, U of A, and the four Oregon Ducks who went in the second round, we had nine players drafted. Uh, ten. Don't with forget Markel, Washington. Ten with Markel Fultz. So uh, the Pac-12 doing. Yeah, they cleaned up all sorts of things. Last fir- night. Did you guys hear that uh, Markel Fultz was the first time a Pac-12 player since... went number one since Bill Walton? Mm-hmm. I did. That is incorrect because my no, it's not. Bibby didn't, didn't go didn't number go one. Number one. No. Was Bibby second? After all, it was that the Olo Candy draft. <laughs> Bibby went second. I don't remember. But I think that was he did not go one. He did not go one. We can stat check that. I think Bibby went two to Olo Candy. Hey Paul, how many ASU players got drafted? Just how many USD players Just got drafted, checking. Justin? <laughs> you went to USD also. I know. It doesn't really work that way. So, um, at any rate, any last thoughts, gentlemen? No. No, sir. Good. So we're actually going to hop over onto the Red Couch together, not a porn site. Not a porn site. <laughs> TheRedCouch.net and do a little bit more thorough of a wrap-up of the draft. We're going to go over the winners and losers as we see them. So if you're so inclined, by all means, please hop on over and join us. Um, but Just so I didn't hear you. That's the T-H-E, RedCouch.net. R-E-D-C-O-U-C-H. Dot net. I would have laughed so hard if you missed couch. <laughs> Not a porn site. Not a porn site. <laughs> Not a porn site. The redcouch.net. So, yes, Char, thank you for clarifying that in extreme detail. I appreciate it. And uh, as always, Twitter, so says Jay. Paul? At Nerd <laughs> World. 
Char. Charmani Live. Charmani. Do you want to spell that? Because that's <laughs> actually maybe something you should spell. That would be Char, S-H-A-R, Mani, M-A-N-I, and Live, I think. Easier they, than I thought it would have been. Back. So perfect. All right. Well, as always, we will catch you all soon. If you're up in Vegas for Summer League, look for us. If you know what we look like, you probably don't. But uh, and until next time, depending on when you're listening to us, have a good morning, good afternoon, or good evening. Hello, nurse. Take care, folks.